Hey friends. Okay, so I am just sitting down actually to record this episode just a few days before it airs, um, which I don't normally do, but I posted on Instagram the other day about um, why weight loss is the wrong goal. And it's gotten some good feedback. And I thought, you know what? We need a podcast episode about this. We need to talk more about this because I think so often we're tied to that weight loss goal, that number. And I want to help kind of shift your perspective a little bit today and not take you away from the weight loss goal. That's absolutely not my intention, but to help you understand where it belongs and how to fit it into your goals. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. So before I even jump into this topic, I am really excited to announce that I am doing a five-day Ditch the Diet Challenge. Starting April 19th for five days, I'm going to be going live with you to teach you how to get rid of diets and dieting behavior in your life without losing control around food or giving up on your goal. I get so many messages from all of you reaching out about feeling frustrated, you want to make change, you wanna change your relationship with food and your body and you wanna lose weight and all of these things, but you're afraid to go off of the diet, you're afraid to let yourself figure it out or you're afraid to you know, not have the bounds, the I don't know if that's the right word, but um, the parameters of the diet. So I created this challenge just for you. It's going to be amazing. I'm really excited about it. I've poured so much time, energy, and heart into this to help you feel like you can, you don't need the diet and that you can reach your goals and feel safe and confident around food in any situation that you're in. So please go sign up and join me. I'm really excited about it. It is going to be so much fun. Again, we start April 19th. Bring your friends. There are so many women that I know could benefit from this and we all just do things together as women, right? We can barely even go to the bathroom alone. So invite your friends and join me at awomanofwellness.com forward slash free challenge or you can just go into the show notes to get signed up. So just a reminder, we start April 19th and I'm really excited to 
get this going. Okay, let's get into this episode here. First, I kind of have a funny thing to bring up, but I feel like it needs to be said. I I don't know why there's something in me that just needs to share this. So um, take it for what it's worth, what you need, and then we'll kind of move on. But I'm kind of sitting here and I actually just got back from a funeral, which normally you don't share these kinds of things on a podcast. And I don't really, I don't really want it to be a negative thing or anything like that. Um, But it was for someone that was a little too young, I would say. Um, not not necessarily expected, not not children or not young, but just um, a little unexpected and felt like that happened sooner than it should have, I guess. Sometimes, you know, you kind of have those um, feelings about people that pass away. And one of the things that when I get stuck in body image stuff and when I get stuck in my own thoughts about like how I feel in my body and how I want to change it and all of that. I really like to think about a conversation that my older self would have with my current self. What would my, let's say, 75-year-old body tell my 30-something-year-old body? What would be important to me when it comes to my body? What would matter most? And I don't know, for some reason, I just had this feeling that someone needed to be reminded of this today, that I really want you to be thinking about, you know, when you set your goals and everything like that, I think goals are great. I think they're good and they push us and they help us become who we want to become. And I want to remind you that as you set those goals, how do they help support the lifestyle that you want to live? How do they support you showing up in the way that you want to show up? So I don't know who needed to hear that, but I just wanted to share that today and I hope it brings a little bit of hope to anyone that needs it. So let's move on and talk about what I think about making weight loss your goal and how to set weight loss goals and how to make it so it it works, right? I mean, I feel like there's so many of you that are frustrated because it doesn't work. Things don't work long-term or you're frustrated because you're constantly trying to do the next thing and it just doesn't last very long. And honestly, I'm just going to kind of have a conversation with you today. So I hope this goes well. And I think some of these are some of my favorite episodes to listen to too, when you just have, I'm just kind of pretending that you're sitting right next to me and and we're talking about things. So the first thing that I want to share um, that I think will help kind of put some perspective in on this is I have a student in my food freedom program and she has told me, um, she completed the program and everything and she told me that for her, when she entered the program, it was all about weight loss. She really wanted to lose weight, she really wanted to lose weight. And as she went throughout the program and now where she's at, she, she realizes that it's one of the least of her concerns, which is kind of funny. And and maybe that's something silly to kind of share because it might be like, well, wait, I want weight loss. I want weight loss. And so I really want to kind of shift your perspective a little bit here. Um, It's not that she's not doing the things to help her body change and improve, but it became less of a tight grip. So many times we have a tight grip on weight loss. And in the program, I teach you all everything that you need to know to kind of reach your goals and all of that and make peace with food. And if you want to learn more, just go to a woman of wellness.com forward slash food freedom, and you can get on the wait list for that. Um, but basically it's, it's all about learning how to use the tools 
of food freedom, like making peace with food and all of that to help you change your body. And it was just so interesting because she reached out to me and was like, I feel like such a actual weight has been lifted from my shoulders of like, I don't have such a tight grip and I'm doing some great things that are helping my body get where they want to go. But it feels like my my approach is not like so desperate for weight loss. And it shifted that perspective for her. And she's so much happier in her body as she works on creating change for it. So I just kind of wanted to share that because I know sometimes we do have that tight grip. And today I want to help you loosen the grip while also recognizing that it's okay to hold on to that goal and we can do it in a way that serves us. So number one, we have to address our relationship with the scale. Okay. I believe that the scale can be used as a tool. And I've talked about that this on here before. It can be used as a tool if we remove emotion from it. Okay. But I would be willing to guess that for 99% of us, um, the scale brings an emotion. A number brings an emotion for you. And so the thing that I think about the scale is a number doesn't motivate us, right? It doesn't motivate us to like not eat that cookie or to wake up early in the morning just so we can see that number on the scale. And I think sometimes we think that the scale motivates us, but if you really looked at it deep down, do you think being able to see one pound down that week would really motivate you when you're like, at a party and you want to eat that cookie or something like I just I do, I haven't seen it be a very good motivator for most women. So one of the things that I think about with our relationship with the scale and our weight loss goal is that I believe in feelings. Okay. I like to think of goals as feelings. So many times we set smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. And I believe there's a time and a place for those. But the more I do this work, the more I work with women, I believe feelings motivate us. What would it feel like to feel good in your body regardless of the number on the scale? Is that more motivating than seeing an arbitrary number on that scale. That number is basically, it's like a gravity measurement, right? I mean, it's going to be different on, not that we're going to different planets, but like it's, it would be different on a different planet, right? Like that number is just like how much gravity is pushing down. I don't even know what the description would be, but it really is kind of an arbitrary number. It doesn't, it doesn't tell us a whole lot, honestly. It doesn't tell us you probably know these things, but it doesn't tell us what muscle, what's fat. It doesn't tell us what's water, what's not water, anything like that. And so I kind of, I really want you to, you know, when you have that relationship with a scale and, and be thinking about whether or not you want to use the scale as a tool, um, what if you tapped into, what do I want to feel in my body? What do I want to feel? How can I feel good in my body? and not worry about the number on the scale. What could that release for you? Second, a weight loss goal is often portrayed as a pass or fail. Okay, think about it. You usually go to the scale, right, to see a number. And if you 
get the number, you succeeded at your goal. And if you don't see the number, you failed at your goal. So we often connect those that like we either succeeded because we saw a number or we failed because we didn't see the number, regardless of what we were doing to actually make that number happen. Regardless of how we felt in the process of trying to get that number there, what if you felt miserable? What if, going back to number one about feelings, what if you felt really miserable on that, like working toward that one pound goal a week or something? What if you were like miserable and unhappy just so you could see that number? You're miserable during the week, you see the number and you say, okay, I'm a success. Or you're miserable during the week, you don't see the number and you say, oh, I'm a failure. So it doesn't like, it's just one of those things where we connect it with us either being a success or a failure. And so then what do we do? We, it basically means that we're connecting our value with our size. Okay. So failure for that scale to see a particular number equals failure as a person and who you are, who you are capable of following the program and anything like that. And so what do we do? We either go one of two ways. We, and basically it's an extreme, okay? We go basically to the extremes of e either way here. We either batten down the hatches, right? We go more extreme, more strict, drop more calories, exercise more, whatever. Or we eat all the food, we've screwed up anyway, we might as well just like give it up and whatever. So here's what I want you to know. Maybe you could post this somewhere on your mirror or anything like that absolutes lead to extremes. Let me say that again. Absolutes lead to extremes. So when you set an absolute, like I passed or I failed, it leads you to an extreme approach. You failed, so you might as well do whatever you want, or you passed, so you're awesome, keep being strict or strict more or something. You know, you're kind of thinking about that. It leads to those extremes. Hello, my friends. Have you heard the news? My free five-day Ditch the Diet Challenge is beginning April 19th, and I want you in there with me. In five days, I am going to help you go from feeling trapped with diets to feeling confident in your goals without them. We are going to learn how to ditch the diet without losing control around food or giving up on your goals. And I am so excited to be jumping in and working on this together with you. I receive so many messages every day of women that want to give up dieting, but they don't know where to start. This, my friend, is the answer. Please join me. Head to awomanofwellness.com forward slash free challenge to join today. And don't forget to invite a friend to join with you because... As women, we know we do things better together. I will see you in the challenge. Okay, number three, weight loss is only focused on the end goal. This is something that I think is really important to think about. Um, what is What happens in the journey? And I wanna compare this to like a financial goal because I understand this concept a little bit better. If you have a financial goal that you're working toward but you're he you're here now and your goal is in the future do you think that it's worth trying to enjoy the path to get there or will you only be happy when 
Will you only be happy when you, say, reach the million dollars or something? Will you only be happy when that happens? Or are you worthy of finding joy and happiness throughout that process? And sometimes we, it's one of those like, well, that's a hard question to answer. But what would you tell your friend? If you loved them dearly and you wanted to help them, you know, motivate them. And they were like, oh, I just, I'm not going to feel good until I get here. What would you say to them? You'd be like, it's okay. Like you can look at what you have around you. Look at what's going good for you. You would sit down and talk to them and, and point out the goods. And I want you to do that with yourself. I want you to be a friend to yourself and recognize that just because weight loss is the, a number on a scale or, you know, that weight goal is an end goal, that doesn't mean that there's not beauty and opportunity in the journey and that you can't find joy where you are right now and continue to experience joy in the process. Because if we cannot experience that now, we never will. And I think they, they share this a lot about money and that's why it makes sense for me is like, they talk about, well, if you're not happy with your financial situation right now or, or you know, I know there's extremes, but in general, like if you if you were doing okay and, and able to kind of pay your bills and, and um, take care of yourself, are you worthy of being happy right now even if you're not at that particular number you feel like you're supposed to be at or should be at or want to be at? Would it be worth trying to enjoy where you're at now? Because if you can't enjoy it then, who's going to say if you can enjoy it in the future? So I really want you to think about that is when we look at weight loss goals, they're always focused on that end point. And I want to help you enjoy the journey. I want to help you that weight loss can be a byproduct of a healthy lifestyle. That's the journey. I know that's probably an odd concept, but weight loss can be a byproduct, okay? If you are creating healthy lifestyle habits, your weight is going to normalize. It's inevitable, okay? Number four, weight, I kind of talked about this already, but weight loss and seeing a number on a scale is not motivating, <laughs> because it's a point in the future. And I wanted to bring it back to this because a lot of times I have clients come to me that are like, well, I have, I'm pre-diabetic or I have a history of heart disease in my family or diabetes or something and high blood pressure. And they say, I don't want to get high blood pressure. I don't want to get diabetes. And I ask them, I say, okay, that's fine. I'm glad that you don't want to get diabetes. Is that going to help you say no to those cookies on the table. I don't know why I keep bringing cookies into it, but just roll with it. No way. A point in the future is not going to motivate you in the now. And that's where it goes back to talking about the journey and talking about feelings. How can I create feelings in the now? How can I enjoy the journey now? Because trying to focus on that, it's too far away. It's just too far away. It doesn't feel motivating. If you had a goal to save a million dollars, let's say, um, and you're, uh, you know, you're saving a hundred dollars a month right now, or, or I don't even know if this is a good example, but basically it, it feels so like, okay, should I go out to dinner tonight? It's like $20 and I really want the million dollars, but 
in the moment, like when you're in that moment, it's really hard to focus on that million dollars. But what if you said, hey, if I, if I saved $20 this week, that would be $20 next week, $20 the following week. Like I could do that. That's $60 or something like that. Like whatever that number is for you. If you can think about what it, what it could look like short term, that's the sweet spot. We can hold on to this future point. It's okay to set this future long-term goal of what we're talking about, weight loss, but recognizing that we have to focus on the here and now because that's what's going to motivate us. If we feel good right now, it's going to motivate us. But if we feel crummy and we're constantly trying to find a point in the future, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to feel like a wasted cause, right? Because it feels so far away. So I just want to remind you of that. <laughs> I want you to kind of think about this. This this episode is really just to get your mind thinking about what you want your weight loss goal to look like and how it fits into your overall goals and your overall lifestyle. And I hope you're getting some really good takeaways from this. Some of your own takeaways. That's my ultimate goal for you is that you're getting your own takeaways from this. Um, write notes, whatever, but that you're learning what you need to learn from this. Okay, the last one that I wanted to talk about is that we don't have control over a number. Okay, especially as women, we are in, um, we have hormones, we our bodies change all the time. We go through seasons of life, pregnancy, post-pregnancy. Um, I guess I could say postpartum, <laughs> uh, middle age, menopause, like all of these things our bodies go through. We don't have control over that number. And in fact, I was reading, I was listening to a podcast the other day um, by a guy named Sam Miller Science. I really love him. If you want the science side of things, it's definitely um, deep, but it's really good. And he was talking about, you know, when you are working with female clients, you want to be comparing weight loss numbers together at different points in the cycle, in the female cycle, because you're going to experience fluctuations throughout the month. So I hope I can explain this right, but he was saying if, you, if you're looking at a, a number on a scale and you're saying, okay, this is where the number is. You've got to compare that with week one of last month and week one of this month because week two of last month and week two of this month are going to be different than week one because you're at a different place in your cycle. And, and the reason I bring this in is that it's because numbers change and we don't have control over some of those numbers that are going to change. So I really want you to think about that and I'm going to explain what we do have control over, but remember, you don't have control over that number. Even me as a coach, I know the science behind weight loss, right? I know what it takes to lose a pound a week, two pounds a week. I know the science. The science doesn't lie. But there's things in our bodies that, that don't always correspond perfectly. So we could follow the exact scientific, if we were in a lab situation, and we could still see some numbers that we didn't think we were going to see. And that's okay. It's okay to be like that. And the reason I want to say that is because it, it gives you permission to not feel like you have to control that number. So now that I've talked about weight why weight loss is the wrong goal, <laughs> what do we do instead, right? What do we do if you actually do want to lose the weight? What do you do if you do want body change? Because I know if you've been around here for a hot minute, you know that I believe that body change can be a great goal. 
and it can support your lifestyle if it's done right. So we don't have control over the number we just talked about, but we still want body change. What do we do? You set the goal. It's okay to have the goal. And then you put the pressure on the process. I like that. Then you put the pressure on the process. What would that look like? If you set the goal and then focused on the process. How do we do this? You step into the identity of the woman who is at that weight. Who is at the goal. Okay? You have to think about what, what does that woman feel? Remember we talked about in the first, the first um, part about feeling. How does she feel in her body? That woman, that woman of wellness, that vision that you have for yourself at that weight, because I know that it's not just about the weight. You visualize what, what does that woman act like? Who is she? How does she feel in her body? You're, you, you always connect the number with that feeling, but oftentimes we just focus on the number and not the feeling. But if you're setting a goal and then, you know, you're saying, oh, well, that woman's a binge eater or she's lazy or something like, I don't think that's where you're headed. I don't think that's where you want to go, right? That woman that you're visualizing at that weight is different in small or big ways than the woman you are right now. She does different things for her body. And if you think that you're going to get there by doing the same things, that's not going to work, right? (laughs) She's different in some way. She can't be a binge eater. She can't be um, someone that doesn't have a good relationship with food or her body. She can't be someone that, um, you know, doesn't take care of herself. She's at basically a higher playing field. I don't know if that's the right phrase, but she's at a different playing field. She's doing things differently than she did before. And that's how she got where she wanted. And if you need help with this, this is everything I teach you in my food freedom program. So Go, you can sign up for the waitlist, awomanofwellness.com forward slash food freedom or join the challenge. And I'm going to be sharing more about it after the challenge is over. Um, but I, I think that the reason that you're here is that you, you want to step into that identity of that woman of wellness. And so many times we don't connect the number on the scale with what that identity is. So I want you to ask yourself, what do you need to do to become one version of that woman in the future now. Remember that future goal doesn't mean a lot in the moment. But when we ask ourselves, what kinds of things does she do? How does she feel in her body? How does she take care of her body? And what could I do to get myself one step closer to that right now? And I've talked a lot about this on the podcast before I know And so I really want you to think about that. What is one version of that woman that I can become right now? And then you focus on the process. What if you could find joy in the journey? Because here's the deal. This is my soapbox. The woman you become in the process of working toward your goals will be even greater than the woman that you would become if you only focus on that one insignificant number on the scale. Think about it. Think about how long you've focused on that number on the scale. 
What would it be like to feel good in your body regardless of the number on the scale? What would it feel like if you knew that you had a happy relationship with food and you were eating foods that fueled your body and supported the lifestyle that you lived, even if you didn't reach that number today or tomorrow? What if you felt good? Could you find joy in the journey? Could you find joy in the process? And I know I've talked a little bit about this around here, about setting process goals and outcome goals and all of that. But this episode, I think, goes deeper. And looking at, it's okay. It's okay. And I actually want to invite you to do this. To let that weight loss goal sit on the shelf for a minute. And I know that's scary. I get it especially when you feel this desperation and all of that. Like I get that. And we talk a lot about that in the very first module in food freedom about like body, everything about our body and coming to terms with all of those things. But when you can let that weight loss goal sit on the shelf for a minute, it allows you a little bit of freedom, right? It allows you an opportunity to explore stepping into the identity of the woman that you want to become. It allows you to feel good right now. Because we know that history has proven that this drastic approach, this desperate approach to lose weight leaves you stuck on a hamster wheel. And you know this. I don't think I have to say it. <laughs> you know that you keep coming back to it. Because it, it's this desperate attempt to change. So I really want, I just want to like send a lot of love because I know that this is scary and I know, you know, weight is a hard subject to discuss and everyone feels differently in their body and I know all of these things. But I want you to ask yourself what you need to do to become the woman you want to be. And then focus on those things. Remember, weight loss can be a byproduct. It can be a side effect of changing healthy habits. What would that feel like if it wasn't always on your mind, constantly a stress in your life? What would your life look like if you weren't constantly stressed about food, constantly stressed about your body, but instead tapping into your body's needs and meeting it where it is? And finding joy in that moment, in that journey. I kind of want to create a little scenario in your mind, and maybe this is something you could do on your own, but what would it look like for you to become that woman? If you could wake up and not stress about breakfast, first thing and not stress about what you're going to eat and what you're going to wear and all of those things. If you could wake up in the morning and have some gratitude practice for your body. And then if you could, you know, not worry about breakfast, lunch, and dinner and what you're going to eat and what you shouldn't eat and what you should eat. And if someone's going to offer you something and if you should take it or not, or how you're going to be able to stop, how you're going to be able to handle that event that you're going to, right? What would it look like to just feel at peace, to wake up, to eat food that fuels your body, to listen when your body tells you it's hungry and eat instead of saying, I can't, I'm not on my diet. To eat food that makes your stomach feel good and gives you energy instead of feeling 
like you're trying to deal with your life and turning to food to deal with all the stress and feeling crummy by the end of the day? What would it look like to show up in your body? What would it look like? I mean, summer's on the way. (laughs) And I know that everybody is like swimsuits, you know? And I think anybody can wear a swimsuit anytime they want. (laughs) And whatever swimsuit they want. If they want a cover-up swimsuit or if they want a bikini, that's their choice. But I want you to think about like, what would it look like to show up for your life? And not be stressed. What if you could jump in the pool and not worry? Not worry. People are going to have judgments. We're we're not immune to judgments. We're not immune to other people saying things about us. But we can create strength within ourselves. And we can remind ourselves that we're ready to show up for our lives. What would it look like for you to play on the floor with your kids? To chase them around? To have the energy to be able to do that? What would it look like to be able to go out your front door and go on a hike? And not feel like you're going to lose your breath the second you start walking. Those kinds of things. That's what I'm tapping into. The feelings. What would it feel like? What could it feel like for you? To not have the pressure of a number on a scale. So I hope this has been helpful I feel like I could talk a lot more about this and we could have more of a conversation. If you have questions or if you're like, well, what about this? Or what about this? Message me. I'd I'd love to kind of chat through that with you because I know that sometimes it's really hard to let go of that idea of like just quick weight loss and that tight grasp on weight loss. But I really want you to take today's episode and if you need to listen to it again, go for it. And just have, have a little heart to heart with yourself about what it would look like for you to set that weight loss goal on the shelf for just a minute, to know it's there and that's okay. Just like that million dollar goal is there. And to be able to find joy right now and create change from a place of joy, not from a place of shame or from desperation. So thank you for joining me today. If you want to learn how to do this, join the challenge. That's what it's here for. I'm really excited. I'm going to teach you how to um, create kind of comfort in your body and, and start to listen to your body and and give up on that frustrating diet behavior. And so many women I know are scared to go off the diet. And that's what I'm going to teach you is how do we, how do we say no to the diet without losing the control and without feeling like we're just going to give up on our goals. Because remember, I'm here to help you reach those goals but we've got to do them in in the I don't like this word but in the right way we've got to do them in the way that matches the lifestyle that you want to live and it's not about being miserable until you get there it's about finding that joy and excitement and all of that and feeling good in the process so I hope I will see you in the challenge. Go sign up. I'll be sending emails this these next couple of weeks to get you really excited about it. We've got um, a community of women that are going to be working on this together. I've got a whole workbook for you. I'm going to be going live every day. Um, it's just going to be so good. So join me and I will be back next week for another episode. Okay, my friend. If you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? 
This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.